Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. Before a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in through online affiliates around the world. We appreciate you all being with us as well. If you have ever felt trapped by your circumstances or felt alone in what you're dealing with when it comes to challenges, I think you're going to really appreciate our next guest and the book she's been able to write. We're excited to welcome Francesca Miracola to our broadcast. She's the author of the new book, I Got It From Here, A Memoir of Awakening to the Power Within. I want to talk to Francesca not only about the writing of the book, but what it's been like for her to reflect on the events that's made her as strong as she is today and what she's hoped to be able to do in being able to inspire others as well. If you all are not staying connected with Francesca, we'll let you know where you can find her via her website. Francesca, thank you so much for the time. I really do appreciate it. Hi, Cyrus. Well, thank you so much for having me because I really appreciate, you know, the opportunity to chat with you today and, and to share my story with your listeners. I appreciate that. And, and it is a story, I think, Francesca, that will resonate with so many, as I'm sure you are already finding out. So I want to begin there. What has it been like for you, Francesca, to take something that is so personal and to see how people not only are responding to it, but also relating to it? Well, you know, it, it's actually been a beautiful moment um, because, you know, I believe, Cyrus, that, you know, vulnerability and, you know, kind of human, universal human experiences is like the intersection where we all connect, right? And I feel like, you know, people really need our honesty and, you know, to help them heal their own pain. And I, I had two situations recently with the launch, um, friends of mine who until until um, close to pub day, did not even know I was working on this. And wow. when I shared it with them, uh, one of my dearest friends who I know for, you know, close to 50 years at this point, broke down and sobbed at lunch. And because she had been holding on to a pain for probably 40 years. And in my sharing my story, she felt there was the space there for her to feel comfortable enough to share and release her pain. And I had a similar situation with another friend who, uh, you know, soaked it up and read it, you know, in day one and called me and said, thank you, because I, I, this hit home with me for me and my teenage daughter. And she so appreciated it. And, it, it like fills my heart to know that, you know, maybe there's a teen girl out there that's going to benefit uh, from me sharing the story. So it's really been a, a beautiful, uh, beautiful feedback, um, you know, from this book launch. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm thrilled that people are connecting. And I think it's sometimes hard, Francesca, when we're in the middle of anything, right? And I think all of us, myself included, whether we're talking about uh, feeling alone, uh, feeling unworthy, um, feeling caged in, something that you kind of address in the book, feeling in prison. I think it's hard for us to see outside ourselves at the time. But I was curious, when you were writing the book, was that also part of the patting yourself on the back of, of looking at where you were and where you are today? I think, Cyrus, when I 
first sat down to write the book, um, I don't know that I was there yet. I think I was still stuck in that place where everything was external. Everything was always like, you know, the story of kind of what was happening to me. Um, And I think a lot of us do that. And that's where I know personally I was kind of lost and stuck in, you know, dysfunctional relationships and, and, and painful patterns in my life. And I, for years, I mean, decades, was trying to break free, but from the same kind of broken way of being that kind of got me into these circumstances to begin with. So, you know, you can't fix it from that place. But I, yeah. I, 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 know, I know myself, I, I tried for, you know, years, years and decades. Um, I think when, as I was writing, it, it, it's like, I, I, you know, there's a, there's a section in my website where I say, like, as I feverishly typed away, it really turned out to be a cathartic re- release of the past. And that's when I came to realize it was, you know, my mental and emotional states, my thoughts, my traumatized nervous system from the past, that, that's what was causing my, my angst. I, I was stuck in my own prison in my own mind. And, um, and, and, and that's not to say to place blame. It's to, to kind of empower people because I have learned one of my favorite uh, quotes, and I, I think you, you probably know by now I'm a big fan of A Course in Miracles. One of my favorite quotes from the Course is, let me look on the world I see as the representation of my own state of mind. And that really hit me. Um, and, you know, I have noticed that when I have done the inner work, the inner healing, that is when the world around me and my circumstances and my relationships did really start to shift. It's, it's all inner and then it kind of reflects in the outer. And, and that's, that's such a powerful realization to have. It's when you get your, you know, the power of your life back. It's when you really set yourself free. Right. And that, that, is, that is such a great point, and it goes to the subtitle of the book, A Memoir of, of Awakening to the Power Within. And I think for a lot of people out there, Francesca, as they're reading this book, one thing they'll see is that there are instances that we that, – and you even talk about it. And it was interesting for me, and I'm a big person about words, and you, you use words like anxiety, fear, discomfort. There are all these words that really kind of can kind of have us boxed in, have us uh, imprisoned. And then as the book goes on, though, we're able to see that, that shift. I want to talk about that part for you because, as you said, when you first sat down to write, you weren't there you know, weren't weren't there yet. What was it like for you to see that it wasn't really even about getting to the there, but but at least moving forward? What what was that like for you to give yourself that benefit? I think that um and, and do you mean during the time period for which this memoir right. covers? Like exactly. okay, so my exactly. journey, Yeah. I feel like um you know, I mentioned I, a couple of times I think in the book and also just in some of my other writings and work that I always sensed something, Cyrus. There was this inner knowing, um, and it was like at some point there was almost like a ball of light that I would see occasionally like flickering in the distance in my mind. Like something was always calling to me. Um, And, 
you know, when you're caught up in the drama and the chaos and stuff, it's, it's easy to ignore that, but it was always there. And I noticed slowly as I would tap into desire for peace, to tap into connection, feelings of love, those were the moments during that very painful custody battle where I did see glimmers of hope, like something deep inside of me knew, like, it's all going to be okay. And I noticed that when I was centered, like in in connecting to that kind of inner knowing and inner peace, the situations would start to line up in my favor or I would have the exact right conversation or the exact right meeting. And, um, you know, there's a couple of moments in the book where I, I, I mean, I just call it divine intervention on how things like, you know, just eventually started to shift in my favor. And so I think slowly I started to connect to and appreciate that, that inner knowing that I believe we all have. Yeah. And it's something, again, that all of us can be able to tap into. And I love the fact that you shared that. Francesca, I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're speaking with Francesca Miracola today. She's celebrating her brand new book, I Got It From Here, A Memoir of Awakening to the Power Within. I want to talk about the, the, the importance of knowing one's worth. Uh, Francesca, and maybe even in your case, maybe it's better to say remembering one's worth. What was it like for you to get to a point in your life where you remembered what you were worthy of? Um, empowering. Um, and at first, it is painful because for, I think, in order to heal and get there, a lot of the stuff has to come up, right? Stuff that maybe we've been denying or suppressing or kind of projecting outward. And, and you kind of had to have to look at it. And, you know, for me, I think the most painful part was acknowledging how many times since early life I, I betrayed myself. Um, how many times I, I, you know, I denied the truth of who I was either to keep other people comfortable or to people please or to, like you said, you know, maybe get a sense of worth by, by you know, doing what I felt needed to be done to, you know, satisfy the needs and expectations of others, you know, whether it was a cultural thing or, you know, a society thing or just – and and that was painful. I mean, I, I used to think, you know, there were there were – so many situations and people I had to forgive, you know, for all the, the wrongdoings and whatnot. And I tell you, Cyrus, what really came out was the hardest person to forgive was myself. Yeah. Um, but then once I was able to offer myself some compassion and say, listen, you know, I made some choices and I, and I you know, I, I played out my life from some pain. Um, I was doing the best I could at the time. Um, I was in survival mode for many years, and I just kind of finally had to offer myself compassion. And, you know, and then I just got up one day and I shook it off and I was like, you know what? Yes, that all happened. 
but I am still here, and I'm a cycle breaker, and I love my family, and I'm stronger for the situations I have been through. And and then finally, when you kind of rise from the ashes and you just feel that empowerment, that's where kind of you know life starts to live from there. It's it's, it's really wonderful. It's painful, but then it's wonderful. Yeah. Francesca, was it easy for you to get to a place to realize that you had something that others could benefit from? I think that I always felt called to this type of work. Um, I always wanted to be a therapist. Um, and, you know, as as I just said, I've always kind of denied myself. And so instead of studying to become a therapist, I studied to become an accountant. So, you know, how did that happen? <laughs> but I yeah. <laughs> always did feel called. So that was one of my, you know, self-denials. But I always did feel called to working with others and kind of, you know, working with each other to, like, to heal. And so I was never a writer. Um, I did feel a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, writing and calling myself an, an author and acknowledging that I've now published a book. Um, so there was a little bit of that, but I knew deep down that my real calling was to, you know, work with others to help us all heal. So I am confident in that. And it's just kind of funny how life does put you back on the right path. And I do feel like I'm finally now doing the work that I am meant to do in this world. And also that I love to do in this world. One of the big things you talk about at the end of the book, toward the end of the book, Francesca, is about the journey and, and how sometimes, as I think readers can relate to, feeling like you're taking two steps forward and one step back is one of the examples that you give. Is is part of your message in this, even though everyone cannot relate to every aspect of what you've gone through, that whatever is happening around you, not to allow yourself to be defined by it? Because that, to me, was a big takeaway, that you you became less defined by what others were doing. And that, to me, showed part of, again, that power that you had. Is that part of what you hope readers take away from the book as well? Yes, I think. And, um, you know, that was why. And, and, again, that quote I mentioned earlier is at the beginning of my book about, you know, seeing the world around you as the representation of your own, you know, state of mind. I do – I did learn to tune out the noise, and I do keep my focus within me. Um, and I think that when, when the readers come to the end of the book, I really do hope that they're kind of inspired to, to take that inward journey, because I do think it's the inward journey that really dictates your external experiences. And, and it's, it's like, it's just, we're not really at the mercy of others, we're not really at the mercy of, of things that are happening around us. Um, you know, we we have total ownership and control over over our internal perspective and our our internal shift. And you know, instead of being consumed by what's happening, we can stay centered in what we know you know to be the truth and the truth of who we are. And if we just continue to honor that on a day to day basis. Um, I think the noise of the world around us kind of, you know, fades a little bit more to the background. And and it is a daily decision. I mean, I know you referenced when I said it's two steps forward and one step back. Yeah. It's a daily decision and a commitment 
to this type of life. And for me, I know that I want to live a life surrounded by love. I want to live a life feeling at peace and enjoy. And if I wake up every day and start my day, you know, with that intention, my decisions, my actions, my encounters in the world kind of stay focused again on that inward intention and, and things will play out from there. Now, look, you know, the one step back, I'm not an enlightened master. None of us are. I'm just learning all of this myself. We make mistakes. We revert back to our old ways of being. But the important thing to do is I I find I catch myself faster, and I I kind of right the ship a little faster, and I just say, oh, whoa, whoa, okay, I'm going in my crazy place again, and I and I can catch myself now and 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 recalibrate and kind of you know turn back to what is my inner goal, and 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 it works. It really works. It is. It's great to be able to see not only, of course, where you are now, Francesca, but also how you're helping other people to get there too. And I think that's the other thing that we can do this together. You, I want to let our audience know one thing that we also find from Francesca. She has great people that do come into her life that are there for her, which is also very important to us as we're on on our, our journey. It's great, even though it is our own personal journey, to know people are there to support us, whether it's family members, as friends, as Francesca was able to have. It definitely can make a difference. But I think, again, as a subtitle alludes to, it really is up to us to be able to embrace that power within because only then can we truly get the most out of life. Again, everyone, Francesca Miracola has been our guest. I Got It From Here is the book. It is available through our friends at Amazon.com. It's published from our friends at the She Writes Press. Uh, Francesca, really enjoyed this chat with you and the time together. You have a website. Let our audience know where to find you there. Sure. Thanks, Iris. It's FrancescaMiracola.com. And there you can find, you know, you learn a little bit more about me, my coaching practice, and I also have my email and my phone number there. So I'd love to hear from anybody who's listening and, you know, interested in chatting about this work. All right. And we'll make sure that we link that up for the podcast audience as well. Uh, Francesca, thank you again for the time. Thank you for writing this book and looking forward to speaking with you again. Thanks, Iris. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to do it. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing. Take care.